Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to Luke's Massive Storytelling Podcast Thing. Whoa yeah, here we go. Check it out now. Enjoy. Hello, and welcome to Luke's massive storytelling podcast thing. My name is Luke, and this is my thing. So right now, I'm walking through the streets of London, walking past, or walking down Savile Row, uh, I can see some very fancy suits. I can see some very fancy dressed people. And I can see a Belgravia hair loss clinic sign. Cool. Thanks for the reminder. So as you know, uh, a couple of weeks ago, I went away for, for what some people might call a holiday. And in the airport, I found what other people might call a book. And uh, the book stood out to me. Is in is like bright yellow cover, really nice typography on the front, and it said so it was written by a guy called Robert Kelsey, and the book was called The Outside Edge, and I don't know something about the book just spoke to me just from the cover, and I, I picked it up, had a look, and it's it's all about um, outsiders who and the sort of the struggles they face in life, and and you know what they can do to. Uh, to succeed in life. Now, on my show, I, I never really particularly wanted to go too heavy on like self-help or anything like that. But occasionally, you know, I, I think it helps. Selves, obviously. But this guy, I, I read his book and I instantly felt like he was talking about me. Like, a lot of the factors that he says causes someone to feel like an outsider. I felt like, felt like wow, that's, that's exactly what happened to me. I mean, maybe a part of that is me just sort of wanting to be, wanting to be an outsider. I don't know, but some of it rang true for me. And uh, I, thought, I thought it might ring true for a lot of you listeners because, um, because as in the book, he, he states that a lot, of, a lot of outsiders, they feel like they, they feel like they need to have a creative pursuit and they end up in the creative arts. I was, so I went on holiday last week and in the airport I saw your book and um yeah. where'd you go uh Mallorca oh it was good it was nice but I saw right. your book and um so firstly the cover uh drew me to it but then I'll tell you what sold it to me was that, that I saw Ryan Holiday had um, oh yes had put a quote on the back and I, I really oh, great. really love Ryan Holiday's work oh good oh that's good news oh I'm, I, yes I I like Ryan Holiday's work as well I often get asked um about stoicism and and and, and feel like I shouldn't be because really I've whatever I know I've I've got from him, and um, and so he should uh, he should be the person to be asked really. But um, I certainly use his book in it in mine, and um, and 
uh, you know, I think I think it, it, it's a great philosophy. Yeah, I um I got the Marcus Radius Meditations book, but I prefer to read uh, Ryan Holiday's book just because that's quite dense. The Meditations book, where yes. he's, he's very good at um I don't know explaining it in sort of modern modern language, I guess. Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah. Very good. I have a, a bit of an issue with mindfulness. Nothing, nothing. Um, I'm not, I've got nothing against it. I'm just. It's just. Not for everyone, I think, and I and and I think I'm one of those people where it's not for everyone. But I've always thought that actually there's a there's a whole sort of panoply out there of, of potential solutions for people, and um, uh, you know NLP, CBT, you know meditation, all of that, and and I'm perfectly happy with all of them. I think that it's whatever gets you there, really. Uh, I, I'm pretty convinced it's if you were to do a brain scan. It would be the same part of the brain that's being sort of uh, enlightened, if you like, or, uh, you know, during meditation or during, you know, when you're doing, um, using NLP or whatever. And I think that that, so so I'm perfectly happy that you use whatever you use to get there. You know, I think religion is probably also, you know, some spirituality is also an element in, in that. But it's just not for me. I'm, I think I'm too practical um, too impatient, um, too um, <clears throat> earthly, if you like, too sort of, you know, focused on <clears throat> reality. Yeah, I think maybe um, mindfulness or self-help or whatever or meditation is more palatable to to me than, than religion. I, I, yes. It just switches me off when I think I have to, I don't know, I need more facts. And no, I agree, but it's the same, it, I agree, it's exactly that, but it's the same bit of the brain that is being stimulated um i've no doubt about it it's weird that you say self-help because i mean your book most self-help books are they feel it feels like you're reading a a longer blog post but your yeah. book your book i mean i've read it all the way through i'm gonna have to go for it two more times because it's it is so packed with information yeah i mean do you class wow, well, the... do you class yourself as a self-help author um I used to class myself as an anti-self-help, self-help yeah. author, and um, but I, I've sort of I, I've sort of accepted the uh, the tag a bit more lately. Um, but I, there's a difference between me and self-help authors, I think, and that it's mainly that I'm my view of most other self-help authors is um, one they're too dependent on NLP these days. Ninety percent of Self-help is NLP based, and I and I think that's crazy. You have to you have to go back to sort of Dale Carnegie, and uh, and even Stephen Covey actually to get sort of pre into sort of pre NLP land. Um, but um, I I guess um, the trouble with self-help is it is it it starts you at zero, I think, and, and aims to take you to a hundred. But you don't you don't start at zero. You start if you come to self-help, it's probably because you're at minus 100, you know, and, and you've got to deal with that. You've got to deal with, with people's psychological issues. I read a lot of self-help books and then would, and then, uh, they would help. They were interesting. Um, I would apply them. I would, uh, there'd be a setback. I'd tire of them. I'd discard them. And then I'd feel further back than I'd started. And, um, and I went through that cycle again and again and again. And I think that, it's it's because it wasn't dealing with the psychology. I think it was it was it was trying to take you forward without actually 
really having a good look at why you are who you are and, and how you've got yourself in this in a situation that requires self-help. Yeah. So, I mean, um, in the book, you talk about uh, a growth mindset. Um, yes. That is, I mean, that's, I mean, is that something that you, you feel like you've always had or is that something that you no, feel like there was uh, a switch or is that like a... No, no, no. I, I, I battle uh, with a fixed mindset almost daily. And I think that that's what I said in the book. You know, because I mean, it's, it's Carol Dweck and it's uh, her book, Mindset, that, that is very uh, revelatory, I think. I think it's one of those real aha moments uh, when, you, when you read that, that, you, you, that people have either a fixed or a growth mindset. And um, those with a fixed mindset are... Uh, feel that their attributes are fixed and they're often just trying to prove things to people when they meet them. Those with a growth mindset are just open-minded and when they meet people, it's what can they learn? So, And I think obviously there's a, there's a confidence element in there. But I was, uh, you know, I was very much someone with a fixed mindset. I, I, I was uh, felt that the, all I, my main objective whenever I met, met anyone was to show them that I was a good person, that I was an intelligent person, that I was what they wanted, you know, that, that people would have a good view of me. And I, that was a constant um, concern of mine. And once you get a, it's very easy to move to the growth mindset and then say, wow, all you've got to do is flip the switch and you have a growth mindset. But it's, and, and it is that easy, but it's, it's just as easy to switch back. And your default position is is a fixed mindset. It's almost like you've got to have a you know growth mindset tattooed on your hand or something, so that every day you're reminded. And um, but but so a growth mindset isn't something that comes naturally to me at all. It's you know a, a, a lot of my um, insecurities and some of the um, uh, psychological issues I've had over the years have come down have caused me to have a fixed mindset they've 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 created that and um and obviously you know i wanted to get over that and the growth mindset helps you get over those issues but you know your default position is 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 your insecurities and that's one of the things that i all of my books as a theme right the way through uh all of the books which basically says you know, I, I describe it best in the first book, "What's Stopping You," where I say that there's a there's a monkey there's a monkey on your shoulder, and um, every self help book up until now that's been written seems to be telling you you can kill the monkey, you can you you can remove this monkey and move forward, and I'm telling you the monkey's coming with you, and you know, and the insecurities you've got now you're going to still have. You're not going to cure yourself. There's no cure. The monkey's coming with you. So what are you going to do now? And that's that tends to be the, the, the big message I have is that, you know, these insecurities are here to stay. You can get yourself in a better place. There's no doubt about it. You can give yourself a growth mindset. You can grow. You can become more confident. But you are who you are. And, you know, the monkey's coming too. And you're going you're gonna to have to deal with that. Otherwise, what happens, and this is my objection to NLP a lot, what happens is that you you move forward, you grow, everything's going well, there's a setback, and you collapse at that point because you weren't ready for it. You weren't aware of it. You weren't thinking, you know, you were thinking you were cured, and suddenly you're not cured, so you're not back right to the beginning, except it's even worse because now you've lost the huge support that you had. So 
my view is, you know, you've got to look at it very differently and look and say, hence been talking about anti-self-help, self-help, in that I think, you know, I'm not offering a cure here at all. I'm offering a, I'm offering a way forward for, for, for people who, whoever they are, whether they're outsiders or insecure people, you know, people with fear of failure, etc. I'm offering a way forward that, that, that doesn't tell you you're going to be cured. It's almost like you, you're saying just you, you, are, you have got your own problems. You can have to accept that and, uh, and find your way around that and, and sort of yeah. learn, learn to deal with what you've got, really. Um, well, it, it, it's, it's about, well, it's structural, you see, because it's, 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 it's not about dealing with what you've got because you can grow as a person. But, but what was the biggest issue for me, um, you know, as a sufferer, um, what the biggest issue for me was setbacks in that I couldn't cope with setbacks. And I would, I, they would floor me. They would send me right back to the beginning, and um, and and, um, and 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 they happened again and again and again. And of course, the problem being is that you were looking for a cure, and then when you were not given that cure, be, uh, um, you know, something went wrong, you collapsed. You went straight back to the beginning. You collapsed. And and I'm saying things are going to go wrong all the time, you know, what you actually need is more resilience. You need to be able to grow and have resilience. And and the, the resilience isn't going to come from some miracle cure. It's going to come from having a path, being along that path, watching yourself move along that path, and accepting the fact that there will be setbacks. Things will go wrong. You know, every step forward will produce, a, you know, hopefully a smaller step back. Every t- there's going to be lots of issues going forward, and and it not you're not necessarily going to cure your insecurities. I still, you know, all the things I suffered from right at the beginning of all this process for me, I still suffer from now. And the difference is, I can rationalise them a lot quicker, and I I don't let them wreck my um, my reactions and my output. You know, I, I I'm I have insight and awareness. The Robert Kelsey interview to be continued in part two. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.